0: Hello, my name is Jillian. My name is Yolanda. And welcome to... The Pemberley Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Pemberley Podcast. We have very
1: exciting episodes ahead of us. Very action-packed. Yeah. I feel like the next... Geez, we've gotten to episode 80. Like, we've gone through episode 80, which means... uh, The next... 20 episodes are going to be action-packed this is no exception but before we jump into that i want to hear about another action-packed thing that you went to oh involving the green brothers
0: yeah so john green you know the author has released his new book turtles all the way down brother of
1: hank green right? creator of the lizzie bennett diaries yes
0: they're related very relevant and they went on tour together Hank joined along and they did some fun skits and it was in a they had their LA stop. Even though I left work a little early to get there I still arrived a little late. Oh no. And I felt a little bad (laughs) because my seat was in the second row. (gasps) That's great though. It's great but John was at the podium already like In his speech, but I quickly like found my seat, sat down, and just like, all right, I'm here, I'm I'm in the room, and uh, it was a lot of fun. It was interestingly enough, like when I was leaving, I heard some people talking about how like, uh, because Hank had performed some of his songs, and some people were like, oh, like I didn't know about they're his brother or their songs and i'm like oh i guess i just assumed that like most of the crowd are nerd fighters but there's people who don't know the vlogging side of what he does which is a lot (laughs) honestly
1: when you and i were at vidcon earlier this year i feel like most of the people there weren't nerd fighters oh
0: yeah yeah. it's a completely different vibe now yeah Yeah. it's not what it was but yeah i really liked seeing hank perform his songs but it was such a different vibe vibe from the concert we went to at VidCon.
1: it was lovely.
0: Yeah, it was really great. You have all these people like singing along with the lyrics and... I will say that was
1: the Nerdfighter crowd. Oh, yeah, yeah. The That's The whole VidCon crowd was like Gen... What is it? Gen Z? Yeah,
0: well, they weren't at the concert,
1: so the it was con- like... Yeah, but the yeah. concert itself, which was like a lovely outdoor area. Yeah. was very covered in Nerdfighters.
0: So this was like... It was just Hank with his guitar singing along and you could quietly hear people like singing along to it, it wasn't like a Aww. shouting kind of situation but it was still really nice it was a really nice did he sing uh, the universe's is weird he did he sang Yay. that song he sang all of his hits he sang did the he hits.
1: remember i feel like he never remembers the words to the universe did he, he got that?
0: it he got all the words
1: did he do that thing where he like talks he just like stops playing and he talks they didn't have
0: that as much time as they did that night at the concert so they they had a schedule they that they were sticking to okay they you know this was their i don't know what stop this was their last stop on their tour so they already knew what they were doing they had everything planned out but uh, a funny kind of bit they did at the end i think at every stop was they played sweet caroline (laughs) but for some reason john and hanks told us to not say the ba ba ba's or the So Good So Goods. So basically... The whole
1: part of the song, basically. Yeah, it's the
0: whole the, the whole deal of the song is that you get to participate and feel like Sweet part of it. Sweet Caroline. And you Ta-da! Get, no, no, that was it. So yeah. he was like, all right. John was really hyping us up. Like, all right, you're gonna get excited. And I know that. But you gotta not do it. <laughs> and like the first time, people failed. The second time, people failed. And I think I think on the third time, like, we finally got it because it is such a natural thing that like we've yeah. been trained to do. So good, so good. Yeah. And yeah. We like, are
1: brainwashed <laughs> when it comes to Sweet Caroline.
0: Even as Hank was saying, he's like, "It's coming up. Don't don't mess this up, Los Angeles."
1: <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> it
0: was a lot of fun, and um. I see that canvas tote bag of yours. Yeah, a they gave. There the was a down. lot of cool stuff, and the thing is, um, I wanted to read the book beforehand, so I actually had already bought a copy and then got another copy that night because that, that came with the ticket. So I have two copies of Turtles All the Way Down, and I really liked the book. It's a really Yay. good book. Have you read it yet or not?
1: Nah? I have not. Okay. My very good friend, Ashley, who's the one who introduced me to the Lizzie Bennet Diaries. She was the friend in college who was like, you're into Pride and Prejudice, you should watch this. Mm-hmm. She saw the show literally the night before you oh, in San Francisco, cool. which is where she lives. Well, she's, and she also saw a where,
0: cool show because it was the Halloween And also show. where Darcy lives. Yeah.
1: And where true. Pemberley Digital is. Yeah. In real life. So that was exciting for her. And yeah, she says it's like her favorite John Green book so far.
0: Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know where it is for me. I would have that's a that's a whole other thing that I don't want to take the time to think yeah. about right now for the podcast. But sure. it's really good though. You should you should read it. I will.
1: Can I borrow one of your copies? Sure. Actually, <laughs> well, I'd say this is a good opportunity to transition into discussing episode eighty-one. Awkward. Written by our good pal, Margaret Dunlap. Yeah, so Lizzie has resolved to not get
0: involved in other people's drama. This is, I think, the second or third time she's done this. I
1: feel like she's one of those people who, like, makes a New Year's resolution, doesn't keep it, and then halfway through the year will be like, it's time I stick to that resolution. Yeah. And doesn't. (laughs) She kind of comes to the same problem again, where she's like,
0: I guess I have nothing to talk about if I'm not talking about my sister's love life.
1: Isn't that insane that that's how this all started? Like That's how all of this started. It's just like, she's like, isn't it weird that this new guy, Bing, has moved in next door? And look how far it's taken her.
0: Yeah, that's very true. I mean, she better get an A on this, you know? She's been doing it for long enough and she's been very, very committed to it. Oh, yeah. But thankfully, Gigi rushes in, and that provides some kind of distraction for her and some kind of content for this video. And not long after, we are joined by Mr.
1: Bingley. So it's the three of them yeah. in a row. Which
0: Bing is not wearing his badge anymore. So Maybe it's under his shirt. Security isn't great Maybe at this company.
1: it's under his shirt, Yolanda. It could be. It's unnecessary. The shirt, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a conversation about what I can only describe as being rich. <laughs> yeah, it's a rich people problem. Yeah, we also have a place in Aspen, but William he likes to keep things simple.
0: Lizzie, where does your family ski?
1: <laughs> uh, we're not really skiers. And I so relate to Lizzie, who's like, I don't know, my family doesn't ski. Yeah, there's what lots a... of beautiful mountains in California. But what a,
0: you know, Gigi's really just trying to include Lizzie in the conversation. Yeah. But what a like innocent question of like I know. so where does your family ski
1: literally nowhere <laughs> i feel like
0: that's in like uh disney channel original movies with rich kids in them and like the new kid who's moved into town and he like, wants to
1: snowboard yeah
0: and they're like where does your family ski he's like "Oh, we don't do that did we, we
1: just describe the plot of johnny tsunami I think
0: <laughs> that's right because there's the rich girl who's like where does your family ski or where you know where does your family they vacation the rich for ski. the summer
1: and you know what? It's all rich people stuff because all the equipment is yeah, expensive. Like, <laughs> What was the plot of that? Actually, why was it like
0: snowboardings for like the poor people? I don't know. Skiing's for the rich it's people. It's all for rich people. All expensive. I think it was like the skiers had the access to like the nicer side of the mountain hmm. and the snowboarders had like the lame side of the mountain, but it's still a mountain. So. I didn't.
1: Like, watch Johnny Tsunami. You know, Tsunami. I don't
0: want to analyze Johnny Tsunami and break it apart, because if it falls apart, that's my childhood. There. I know.
1: <laughs> Once you start unraveling the DCOM oh, films, no. It's, there's no good can come from that. Oh, no. DCOM is where a lot of my first crushes came from. Yeah. Eric I'd Bond like to cite Denton. the 13th year. Yeah, that uh, kid. And ha- what is it? Hocus Pocus. Yeah. For some early crushes. Yeah. Very early. Very early. Um, there was
0: Eric Von Detten, who was the guy from Brink, and he was also uh, in Princess Diaries. And I thought he's going to be a huge star, and we're just watching him bloom. You never no,
1: heard from him again. No, no. <laughs> Good thing you weren't a talent scout back <laughs> yeah. in the day, and you were just well, some, you were just some kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, so rich people problems, <laughs> and yeah, but they're trying to be inclusive. Yeah, and, uh, but then they realize, like, oh wait, Lizzie doesn't have money. <laughs> Um, But also, I feel like it kind of falls into, like, it kind of becomes about more than just money. Because yeah. Bing is sort of like, I don't always have to do the same stuff as you guys.
0: Yeah. But and then he the, asks the big the
1: question. So important.
0: In the most timid manner.
1: Gigi leaves,
0: right? Yeah, Gigi's gone. She's Why like, I she... gotta go work. Oh, bye. Because things are a little
1: awkward of like, well, William, like, you know him. He, like, loves to Oh, yeah. Skating. And then they talked about, oh, no, we should visit this first. They talked about the dance. because. Oh,
0: right. Because yeah.
1: um, they actually reference the name of the episode where Lizzie talks about the most awkward dance ever. Yeah. called the most awkward dance ever. I have seen my brother dance. <laughs> <laughs> Gigi, your brother is my best friend in the whole world but that was the most awkward dance ever. They talk about it and it's interesting because up until then it was the only Darcy that Lizzie knew and I feel like um, Gigi is still under the impression that Lizzie knows that there's more to Darcy and she doesn't at this point.
0: When she's watching Lizzie's earlier video, she's like, what? Lizzie's like a jokester, what a a kidder, you know? She's getting Mm -hmm. Darcy, my brother, so wrong. Like how could she be doing this? And that's why she's like, come on. Thing. that dance wasn't so bad, right? And it was bad.
1: <laughs> it was super bad. And she even knows how he did it with the chin and the face. Yeah, and
0: she's like, that's just his face though, right? And Gigi's like, No. <laughs> but <laughs> that's you know, his awkward face. You didn't know about Lizzie, that. Lizzie doesn't know that, I guess, carefree and happy side of Darcy that I'd like to we see. We don't this know. Side. You know, he's still very like reserved and trying to contain himself around lizzie of like all his
1: emotions it's gorgeous anyway yeah. but bing beautiful just you know clueless bing clueless puppy after 81 well, episodes well okay guess not so, all of them well
0: first he asks how is how's jane right
1: let's not get ahead of ourselves yeah
0: he asked the question of how's jane she's good Mostly, you can already see that Lizzie is annoyed because she's like, no, 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 I'm gonna shut this down right now, <laughs> because he's not gonna try to figure out information about my sister through me. He can go directly to my sister, or he
1: can cyberstalk her
0: like a person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, because if he had internet skills he would also know about these videos. What a freaking amateur. (laughs) You know, I really love, I don't know what clicks, you know, I don't know what it is that clicks for him that he's suddenly like, oh, all the pieces are falling together and now I'm getting a full image of this picture. And wait, none of it's for Charlotte. These videos aren't for Charlotte, are they? And we're all collectively like, slow clap. You got it. You got it, kid.
1: <laughs> Wonderful. He's arrived. Yes. He's here. He's, he's with the rest of us mentally now.
0: And I mean, you know what? He, as far as he has been told, because you know he really values people's opinions, yeah. these videos have been for Charlotte all along. This is and why... he just didn't think to question it. <laughs> he doesn't think to question anything anyone tells him. This is what's why... wrong
1: with him. This is why we exercise critical thinking in our everyday <laughs> lives because people tell us. That standing in front of a video saying whatever you want to say is a video letter to Charlotte. (laughs) And that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Poor Bing.
0: Just like, Darcy tells him like, you know that Jane, maybe she's not that great. He's like, you know what? You're right. Yeah. You know, these videos are for Charlotte. Like, oh, hi, Charlotte.
1: He's like (laughs) a young Motown singer. He's just shiny and dumb and easy to trick. Directly quoting John Mullaney. There you go. Of course. <laughs> would it even be an episode of the Pemberley podcast if I didn't throw out and completely plagiarize a John Mulaney
0: yeah, joke? I'm like, let's give credit before someone. Oh yeah. Like, oh hey, no.
1: When I plagiarize, we cite our sources. Yes. I would be honored to get a cease and desist letter from John Mulaney's people. But until that day comes, I'm just gonna cite my sources. <laughs> The pieces have fallen into place. Everything is fitting together. He's doing math in his mind and he's figured it out. He's figured out that these are not letters to Charlotte, which is actually interesting because now it's a big question mark. He now knows that these videos aren't letters to Charlotte, but they could be a million different things. I bet he would never guess that they're, you know, an online video diary about no. Lizzie. and basically these videos are about him. Like he <laughs> started that go way. Go
0: home and be like google.com. Okay lizzie bennett oh no oh my gosh
1: it's the first thing that comes (laughs) up (laughs)
0: it's like there's so many views whoa
1: and then he's gonna see everything and i'm sure he's gonna feel like a tremendous ass yeah you know because he was and they all were and he was nice for parts
0: of it he's gonna see his sister in them he's gonna see Fitz in them he's gonna see like everyone he's ever known in these videos and he's just gonna be like The last one to know everything. You know, it's Uh,
1: very, like, the Truman Show of him. Like, everyone um, else was in on it, and they just never thought to tell Bing. I mean, it
0: kind of goes back to the whole, like, he's not signing off on Bing in these videos for the public on the internet. He could easily sue. (laughs) Okay.
1: I learned a very valuable lesson in my com law class in college, which is, don't sue poor people. Lizzie has a mountain of student loans. She is not worth the time. You sue Darcy. You actually, in this (laughs) scenario, that's the only person you sue because he's the only one with money.
0: He could sue his own sister because she knew first. But they have the same money. He could take her inheritance and be like, "No, it's all mine now." He could take
1: her inheritance, but he's—I mean, he's a little puppy. I know. He's He's not going to do anything. Little puppies don't sue people. (laughs) It just oh. doesn't make any sense. No. Anyway, but he's
0: learning. He's gonna, I'm sure, watch the videos, and that's where we're gonna see him.
1: Ooh, next we should. Time. We should revisit a new corner called "What Would Bing Do?" Oh, when no. he sees these videos, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he's gonna like be really mad at himself when he's every time he waves and says
0: "Hi, Charlotte." He's like, "You dumb puppy, <gasps> you." <laughs>
1: Oh no, the Snickerdoodles
0: episode would break his
1: heart. As well it should. You know, I feel like even though it was really hard for him to break up with Jane, it wasn't as hard on him as it was on her because there was this big black hole for her. She had no idea what she did wrong. He was in control, so he kind of had that closure of just lying to himself and telling himself that she wasn't right for him and so he just moved on with his life you know and i feel like he's finally gonna see the repercussions of his actions yeah and that's the thing though you say break up he didn't break
0: up with her he just left yeah exactly just like treated her as if like the the time they spent together was nothing yeah and that's like that's an awful feeling Mm -hmm. and he's gonna finally get a taste of what he did you know he needs
1: that he deserves to watch that yeah
0: yeah yeah he needs to you know come up with his own opinions and figure out things for his own
1: exactly speaking of making your own decisions going to the next episode Episode
0: 82, Checks and Balances, written by Jay Bushman. So Gigi comes in, and mm-hmm. she's got something very serious to address with not just Lizzie, but with the audience. And we're finally going to find out what happened between Gigi and Wickham and this is exactly what Lizzie has been hiding from us or no, she hasn't told anyone not even her best friend Charlotte mm-hmm. about this part of Darcy's letter this is what really changed everything for Lizzie about how she saw Darcy because now he wasn't just like this soulless newsy he was someone who is very protective of his family and he's very protective of the kind of people he lets into his life for this reason so Gigi because she also wants closure because she also wants to move on and she wants to help really herself like this is for Gigi, you know she's doing this to kind of be able to move on yeah it's very cathartic she tells us all about the story of wickham basically snaking his way into her life taking advantage of the fact that he was so charming and that he knew that she liked him and was taking advantage of Gigi in order to get to Darcy, in order to get money. And it really is a horrible thing that
1: Gigi was was like so, I don't know, Did she didn't say love. I feel like she didn't have to. I right. mean, I really like this episode for a couple of reasons. Yeah. One, I feel like Lizzie has a couple of lines, but other than that, we hear about this from Gigi. And I feel like we've really been rooting for her as a person. And after you hear her story, you're just rooting for her tenfold because she's, like, been through stuff. I mean, I know we were sort of teasing her in the last episode about having rich girl problems. But she's a person. And she has feelings. And she was, like, very young. I mean, like, I get it. Like, we saw his face and his abs and whatever. And... (laughs) She grew up with that, obviously having a huge crush on him. Yeah. Like I feel like it actually like makes a really big difference when you have those kinds of feelings for somebody at that age. Like I feel oh, yeah. like during your really formative years between like elementary school through high school, like you don't forget those people because like you had such crushes on them and you had like these feelings. That They're you could, very
0: intense crushes. Very
1: intense. And then like if you're lucky enough that they should like come by you in your adult life you're like oh my gosh this is it i'm gonna fulfill the fantasy that i could never have as a kid and what a freaking dream come true that he just stumbles into her life like he darcy just told her like oh he's gone he's left and that's a strange thing
0: right that's a thing too of like she's like oh and like i was taking swimming and he just so happened to be Mm -hmm. there and and she thinks it's a coincidence but it's not a coincidence no
1: he planned that And so I really like that she's so open and honest about, I mean, because I feel like, I mean, she knows now, but it's like sad when you feel like you had those kinds of feelings for somebody and they didn't feel that way for you at all. Like he Mm. really preyed on her vulnerability. And I feel like we see this side of her that we need to start seeing in Lydia when she says, I don't know. I knew it was a bad idea and he said he needed me. No one's ever needed me before. What a, yeah, that's a strong statement. That is statement. a strong, it's also like a very strong tie to Lydia because they're both surrounded by family and friends who are very together and very youngest. responsible. Yeah, and they're like the baby sisters. And yeah. nobody, like people look out for them and it's nice, but nobody needs them. And so here's this guy who she's loved her whole life and he needs her how do you say no to that you don't i think it's like brave of her to also admit that it's probably a bad idea that he moves in because she knew in her heart of hearts that darcy wouldn't approve and even though she didn't know what was up she had to know something was up she wouldn't have tried to hide it if she thought that darcy would approve yeah because she had to have known something was up. She's not an idiot. Anyway, she's got her, like, total dream guy living with her. And then Darcy, who has the keys to her condo, comes in and just, like, sees them together. I mean, it's almost, I feel like, worse if they're, like, sitting there eating pancakes. <laughs> and he's like, what is this? Like, I was kind of imagining, like, what were they doing when he barged in? I like to think it was eating pancakes. Okay. Or watching The Crown, even though The Crown was, it was not, not a on thing yet. It was no. not in existence. What were they watching in 2012? Glee. They were watching Glee. (laughs) And, um, uh, And then he got really mad. And so, I mean, this is essentially what George wanted. Yeah, like this is what she doesn't say but it's what we need to figure out that George was trying to get to Darcy this whole time because Darcy is the money and Gigi was bait, you know? She was like a little sacrificial lamb and he got exactly what he wanted because Gigi was like so sure that he was going to choose her over the money and then Darcy wrote whatever he wrote on the check and George gets exactly what he wants and he gets to say, sorry, Peach and he like strolls out whistling a merry tune with his check and Gigi is devastated. And I can't
0: imagine like the conversation that happens between Gigi And Darcy, after Wickham's gone, like I'm sure, like Gigi just collapses with emotion of just like, what just happened? What's been like the last few months of my life? What kind of lies have I let myself believe? She was really mad at Darcy. Nothing you've said about my brother in your videos even comes close to what I've said about him to his face. I don't know she's just thinking that like what you think you can bribe anyone away from me you think you exactly. can just pay off
1: anyone like I'm sure in her mind everything was perfect until Darcy showed oh, yeah. up with his checkbook you know and like yeah. that's the thing that ruined it that's even true. though what Darcy was trying to prove was that the check is what he wanted all along yeah but you know it wasn't
0: that he was paying him off it was like no 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 this is what he was really after and you don't see that right now
1: like he would have chosen you if he loved you like he's basically like i gave him the opportunity to choose between the money and you and he chose the money like i knew he would but when you're in that upset and vulnerable state you just see like you're the guy who scared off the love of my life who like took him away from me who like paid him (sighs) to go away. Like you I bet she thought he wanted that to happen. She probably thought he wanted to see her hurt. Like I can only imagine the things that yeah, the awful things that she did say to him. But Darcy, being the great older brother that he is, I'm sure saw past all of that. Saw past oh, yeah. all of her oh, anger. Yeah. And helped it her get was through like... it. That's when you really need parents. I'm sure that's where it really sucked for him. Yeah. He's like, what the heck? I'm just an older brother. I'm some guy in my 20s. And I have to protect my younger sister against guys who try and get to her money. It's... Like, that's just like a tall order for somebody who's not your parent. Or Darcy, and even Lizzie is a little
0: nervous about putting this video up because she's yeah. like, Darcy is gonna see this, and like, this isn't public information that anyone should, you know, deserves to know about well, you. That's
1: the letter, like, that's yeah, that's the, the letter. From the, but, but it's different because, like, the uh, the but, subject of the letter is like, I want to tell the, and it's really a PSA if you think yeah, about yeah, it. Like, yeah, yeah. freaking Lydia should have been watching this because but then that's she the seen. really
0: scary thing about this, you know, of the fact that while this is happening in Lydia's videos she is getting closer to Wickham and yeah. like they are starting to develop their relationship and like it's happening right underneath Lizzie's nose and she's yeah. not even paying attention oh no. she's hearing the warning she's hearing the story she already knows how horrible Wickham is but she's not in contact with her little sister mm-hmm. and moral of the story stay in contact with your younger siblings I guess yeah and I don't have any younger siblings so mm-hmm. um you know that's all I can do. Yeah,
1: We don't have sisters. We don't nope. have any of younger siblings. It's nope. kind of a letdown. Well, it's not for us. It's for other <laughs> no. people. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So you We know, don't
1: need to have if, these problems. If
0: you have a younger sibling, call them. Text yeah. them. Just say hey. Watch out for them. Just say, Protect hey, them. Are you dating
1: anyone <laughs> sketchy? Let me know. Okay, thanks. Love you. Bye. Bye. All right. So
0: let's go to comments. Jumping to the comment section now, where we read original YouTube comments from when the episodes first aired. For episode 81, Sadira says, I'm glad they did that. The class difference hadn't really been directly addressed. I mean, we know there's a difference, but you never saw two characters coming face to face with how much more they have than the others around them. And I think, yeah, the last time this really has come up was at Netherfield when it was like Caroline and Bing and Lizzie when they were like, oh, you know, when you go vacation and like for your summer home. And Lizzie's like, what? no, I'm I just, don't know
1: that life. I've <laughs> just got the one home. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and barely because it's barely. getting remodeled. I know.
1: <laughs> Jenny Two Jackets says, Reynolds forgot to put you on the calendar event reference to mrs reynolds in the book the servant who works at pemberley and tells lizzie what a great boss darcy is while showing off his dashing portrait nice little detail there
0: nice indeed yes sick slick man says are all of these really for charlotte and the last horse finally crosses the finish line you did it
1: that was fantastic (laughs) Well, that's just Ducky says, oh no, is he mad about the videos? He knows now. Ah, I hope he isn't mad. It was more Caroline's idea to keep him from knowing, not Lizzie being mean or anything. Hopefully he he sees that in the videos.
0: You know, Caroline has known... For a while. Mm-hmm. She, and he's also gonna see the uh, Caroline Charlotte face off. Yeah! So.
1: Or she's like, he is my blood. Yeah. <laughs> and I wanna keep him away from and all other like, girls. Oh, God,
0: what's happening? <laughs> for episode 82, Shelby Machado says. Um, So this is in reference to Gigi's story about Wickham. Judging by her attachment to the LBDs, I actually think it's a warning to Lydia in the hopes that she would see it because she knows at this point that Lizzie and Jane can't do anything by knowing. Them reaching in would push Lydia away more? I might be reading too much into it, but it's possible. Not a good plan, but a possible plan.
1: I mean, yeah, it sort of goes into the PSA
0: thing we were yeah. talking about if, earlier. if Lydia just happens to click over to one of Lizzie's videos just and one.
1: happens to see this exact one, just yeah, that's all it would take. Rolling fan one sixteen says, "You know, in this context, it makes complete sense that Darcy would overreact when he was given the impression that Jane was with Bing for the money." Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. this is like for him, this is like the worst case scenario of being someone with money. Is like someone who just, like, preys on you and is, like, after the money.
0: He's already seen his little sister get hurt. He doesn't want to see a really great friend of his get hurt, you know? Uh, Sequin Azwan says, I don't know why, maybe because I'm sleep-deprived due to this show, (laughs) but George seems to be secretly lusting over William. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. Who spends most of his days trying to bring down someone who literally doesn't care about you? George, in his own little pathetic way, is trying to seek attention from William. Or I might just be sleep deprived.
1: There is definitely a fan fiction story that belongs here that that Darcy and Wickham end up together.
0: That could have been a direction this went in, or they were previously together, and George was then using Gigi to get back at Darcy. <gasps> we don't know their history.
1: Scandal! Oh. <laughs> Ew, I'm clutching my pearls. (laughs) Sign for Life says, I want to kill George. Seriously, every time I hear his name or see him. Bile rises up from my throat and a rage deep inside is triggered that I wasn't even aware existed. Samesies. That's a strong reaction. (laughs) Very strong all made worse by the fact that what's his face is just so incredibly handsome
0: i mean there's so much information out there now i mean lizzie finally told bing like hey step up bing figured out that he these videos aren't just video letters to charlotte (laughs) yes we know the truth about wake darcy's gonna know that Gigi published her truth on the internet Mm -hmm. there's a lot it's a lot Uh, it's an awful Uh. lot
1: where can this go? Well, how will the Lizzie Bennett Diaries conclude? Stay tuned for next week's episode of the Pemberley Podcast.
0: That wraps it up for this episode. Check out our social media. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at the Pemberley. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash the and if you'd like to talk to us directly or have any questions, email us at thepemberlypodcast at
1: gmail.com. And to support the podcast, donate to our Patreon page at patreon.com thepemberley or leave us a review on iTunes. That helps other people to find this podcast. You can find links to all of these pages on our WordPress page, thepemberlypodcast.wordpress.com, where we also include links to anything we mentioned on the show. Thanks again for listening. Bye! Bye.